Hello, welcome to the Everton Daily Live. The day after a disappointing 1-1 draw with Crystal Palace joined with Patrick Ridge in the studio. I got up this morning, I'll be honest with you, I didn't sleep very well at all last mm. night. Um, I woke up this morning with that sickly feeling of... felt like it defeated me. It mm. felt like it defeated this, this was a game that you... Or certainly I did put the city game to bed very quickly on the premise that we'd win this game yep. at home and really grab ourselves. The way the results went over the weekend, only really Forrest went against us. We had a chance to plant ourselves firmly in that pack. Yep. And we blew it against the team at no manager and three stroke four of their best players not playing. And another really poor performance at home. I've seen a few people on Twitter we done everything but score. I mean, I, I honestly don't know what these people watch. Mm. I really don't. Because it was diabolical, I thought, last night. Um, and then against the team, we had to beat. So, I mean, that's, I'm still obviously frustrated with it, but there's just been too many of them games, Pat, where I'm sat there and we're 1-0 down the row with I, 15 minutes to go. I've seen people and look at who have... I think we can all have different, you know, different opinions on mm, football, mm. and we can all share opinions, and that's the great Absolutely, thing about it. Yeah, and yeah. you know, we all can. Use... I'm not saying I'm right by yeah, the no, way. No, no, I'm feeling all, today, and I yeah. think everyone's like valid in this. And the points deduct. I've seen people saying that you know Goodison felt edgy and nervous. I wasn't there, but you could mm. get the feel of it. As, as the Quiet, feel, the feel, as, a, as our manager would say. But I think. The issue for me is, and people saying, well, it's nervy because of the situation you're in, and that's because of the points deduction. But on the flip side, well, that type of football and this type of performance was there before the points deduction. It was there against Luton at home in September. Mm, it yeah. was there against for a bit of the Wolves game, to be honest, as well, mm -hmm. once we ran out of ideas in that mm -hmm. part of the Fulham game, the second half of the Fulham game, to an extent. It was there against Doncaster in the Cup, in the League Cup, yeah. way back in August. Mm. When Everton have to have the ball, when the onus is on Everton to have the ball, they do not know what to do. And that I put that squarely at the manager. And that is, he's the type of manager that he is. He's a limited manager. He's very good at setting a team up in a certain way. But the limit is that he doesn't know how. And he, I don't think it's a stubbornness. I think it's a genuine lack of ability in that sense of how to have a team improve on the football and mm. show some patience. Now, you need better players making better decisions. I totally get that. And part of being a quality footballer or a top quality footballer is making the right decision nine times out of ten. Kevin De Bruyne makes the right decision yeah. nine times out of ten. But we're not asking for Manchester City. We're not asking for Kevin De Bruyne. We're asking for a bit of composure and some moves and some looks what looks like it's been worked on the training pitch. We all know we've worked on the defence. We all know we've yeah. worked on the set pieces. Mm. Brilliant. Take those to the bank. We've got yeah. our special moves. We're getting, you know, our little Tarkovsky's the diagonal the switch. switch. Yeah. We've got the free kick that now leads to another free kick. We've mm. got that in the bank. We've nailed that down. I'm very impressed with the special teams. But the issue is, is we are literally playing it like it's American football at the minute. Mm. It's ten, get 10 yards forward and win a throw in or get 10 yards forward. We all try and win a free kick. There was a point in the second half, in the first half yesterday, where I think McNeil turned back to try and win a foul because it's more productive for Everton to win a set piece. And... The issue becomes that, yeah, fortunately, Everton are very good at set pieces, so they're very hard to stop. We've mm. got a lot of big players who are good at winning battles in the air. We've got Tarkovsky, you've got Anana when he came on, you've got Bramford, you know, who are you're going to make a nuisance of themselves. Dom yesterday winning 17 out of 20 aerials. The issue becomes that from open play, they are just so devoid of ideas. And teams now know that Everton's best chance of creating from open play is high turnovers. The Everton are very impressive. I don't know exactly where in the league they rank, but it's in the top five for mm. winning the ball back, back in the yeah. final 40 yards. The issue is, is you can't do that against a team who is so happy to just let you have the ball. Mm. Because Palace yesterday weren't going to tr weren't trying to play it out from the back. So how do you how do you win a ball back when the, they're just getting it forward quickly? Yeah. So this is where that lack of and pl not playing an Arna from the start in that type of game is massively on the manager and it's mm. a big mistake and I think that's a bigger mistake than even starting Ashley Young over Jack Harrison which it, it was a mistake as well I think the biggest one yesterday was not having that midfield presence who's wanting to show for the ball mm. the idea is that James Garner does it but in practicality I don't think he really actually does it that much when we need him to yeah Um. 
So, look, the manager's got to sort it out now, and it's it's been all season long, and I don't think it's good enough, and it's a bit of a vicious circle because, in a way, if we hadn't had the points deduction, maybe he'd have been braver because the situation wouldn't have been as dire, mm. potentially, that it'd have been, okay, let's, I'm going to try and improve on this. We're going to work on some things that need working on. That might be a bit of trial and error. We may make some mistakes, but we've got the insurance of being a mid-table side to do that. Mm. He can't now do that because it's all you know, all or nothing. But yeah. I've not seen anything from Sean Dyche in his career that suggests he would have done that yeah, even yeah. if we were a mid-table team. So, And and the the issue for me is it's not about substance over, uh, style over substance. It's about if Everton had that side of their game, even with a deduction, we'd be much more comfortable. Yeah, it, it's really... I mean, Goodison Park, six wins in 21 games as Everton manager, isn't good enough. Three wins all season. We're in March. Next time you take the pitch at home, yeah. and again, that's that's atrocious, really. Uh, away, he's, I think he's done a really good Fantastic. job. He's think, come in you know, it's... and straight away, away from home, no issue. But the thing that's going to undo him is the home form. There's no, I, I can't quite get my head around in 2024 where we think Jordan Pickford smashing straight balls through the middle is a tactic. Yeah. I can't. Tarkovsky's switch is great, but when you've got two lads on the left who don't want to burst forward, Dwight McNeil, there was one in the first half below me where Everton broke, we sprung them, and he was racing through mm. down the left. It was clear ahead of him, and he stopped and turned back and went in field. And we just, the whole attack broke down because he didn't just see the, see the goal and go for it. And this is the big thing when people have a go at Jack Harrison. I don't get me, I, I can't mm. get my head around it. Jack Harrison, whether you like him or not, goes towards the goal every time he gets the ball. He's worked like, under Bielsa for years. Exactly. He just goes with, oh, that's where we have to score, I have to run there. Yep. Like, okay, his, his end product might not be as good as Dwight McNeil, albeit he's got three or four goals this season. Mm. Dwight's got a couple, hasn't he? But he takes you up the pitch. And I think the manager did. He made mistakes last night, like you just said. Not starting Onana was a huge mistake, uh, and not starting Harrison for me. They were the two big ones, um, because that should have been a game where we're playing a team. Now, okay, we know Oliver Glasner's had input for two or three days. We know that, but even so, they didn't have a manager in the dugout. Mm, they they had the four best players. Three, four of their best players not playing, and they had. Very little idea how to play either, really. And they should have that should have been a game where they could have took a defeat last night and gone, Well, we've getting the new manager and it starts for us now. They didn't offer very much, but we we didn't either. And I just looked at it in the first half and thought, If you didn't know anything about the Premier League, and these two are in a relegation fight, yeah. so it, it, but I would think these are probably the yeah. bottom two teams in the league because yeah. that's how it looked. Certainly, the first 45 minutes, both teams were absolutely dire. Yeah. And I, I don't buy into this thing of um, the excuses that people put out for the manager, to be honest, as in what else do you want them to do? These players are terrible. I don't, don't buy into no, that. No, they're not, they're not as, they're not, so, the, the Premier League footballers, experienced Premier League footballers, they are not so bad that you can't have, it's static football, mm. that the fullbacks can't mm. make overlapping. Yeah, runs. exactly. There was... Uh, the, I think we were, this is when it was 1-1. So we're chasing the winner. Mm. And on both sides, we had the winger, the winger, the fullback, the fullback. Mm. And the fullback was not making any run. No. Now, you know, I don't necessarily... I'm not going to have a dig at Ben Godfrey. He's not a natural fullback. Mm. But he showed with his way he can carry the ball yeah, that he yeah. at least offers something. Mm. Even if he just makes that movement or... You've got 10 minutes to go. You've chased a winner. Chuck Nathan Patterson on because you've still mm. got your sub window. And look, I'm not Nathan Patterson's biggest fan in the world. But at that point, why are you keeping Ben Godfrey on the pitch? R really, at that point, you're chasing, mm. a, chasing an equaliser and then chasing a winner. Mm. Why are you keeping Ben Godfrey on the pitch? He didn't have a bad game, but he offers nothing in attack. Mm. He's, he's a body that allows us to at least have that recovery pace at the back. Yeah. And he can occasionally carry the ball forward. He's not going to do anything with it. Mm. But he's not great in the air. He's not necessarily going to win something in the box attacking-wise. So why, when we're chasing a winner, is he not bringing on the attacking natural mm. wing-back that we've got? Who, if you're just saying to him for 10 minutes, Nathan, just get to the byline. doesn't yeah. matter if you don't get the ball. Get to the get byline, to create space. Yeah. Instead, it's, 
I call it the we have I'm a bit of a rugby league fan. We had this thing in rugby league where it's Wakefield Trinity used to play it all the time. One up rugby where it's just literally one man runs in, mm. takes the ten yards and then it's that and that. It's like we do that with the football at Goodison Park. Mm. And it's so frustrating to see because these players aren't ever gonna be the best players in the world. Yes, they haven't got pace. You mm. know, I, I pointed a thing about how wolves create chances with the cutbacks and I, I totally understand that you can't necessarily have a player like Pedro Neto in your team who's got the ability mm. to get to the byline just through sheer pace and skill. But when you've got the ball on the edge of, in the final third, mm. that doesn't need pace or no. skill. You've this got is, 10 yards to run. This is my thing, is that, and again, and listen, like I've said, just to reiterate this, I'm going all in on the manager here. He's done a brilliant, got to make the right away decision. from home, he's done a brilliant job, mm. but he has not been, like the Decorey, this is the big red flag to me with, with the, the management team right now. And he might solve it, and hopefully he does. Um, is the home form? It's a huge red flag, isn't it? Yeah. It's a huge red yeah. flag. And the second thing for me is, <laughs> there's no style of play at home. Away, great. At home, the style of play. Mm. It's like at home when you've got the Corey. He's just, he, we look so much better away when he's in the team it, and he looks like he's going to get a goal. I think the issue, At home, yeah. I don't know what he does. He doesn't gamble. No. So if we're going long and straight to Dom, then Decore's got to think he's winning that and yeah. I'm running beyond them. Because when the amount of times Dom does flick it on, yeah. he would be in the penalty area yeah. with the ball. Doesn't he hangs back? Why aren't we committing one of our midfielders forward as well? As in, drop into the pocket off Dom, get Decore running off Dom. And then when you've got like you just said, when we do work our way up the pitch, patterns of play should come in around yeah. that box to work the space to yeah. get wide to put a ball into the penalty area. And we don't do it. It's We're not saying we're all like Ben Goffrey and we can burst from the edge of our penalty area like he did last night. And he just, what was really sad about that moment was it just showed you if you had a bit of pace in the side, you would have cut through teams like that. He yeah. ran from our edge of our box to the edge of the box. And he box. actually, it's normally Godfrey doesn't know what to do. Mm. He actually plays a good ball to McNeil, whose yeah. first touch is awful. Yeah, his first touch. We do touch get a pull. corner out of it mm. and like, there's at but least to build up. That pressure. showed us just in one move, five seconds, yeah. six seconds, he just left mm. them for dead. Yeah. And it's like, how have we recruited players with no pace? Mm. That again is a, is a mind but, but, thing yeah, for me. Yeah, it is, but this is the thing. It's also like, we're getting into positions where, like, at home, where pace isn't that key. Because yeah, we're getting yeah. into those positions mm. where it is just about... And I think it's 50-50. It's composure and players' decision-making. Mm. Yeah, of course. But how do you improve that? Repetition in mm. training. Day in, mm. day out. We've clearly worked on the shape. Because it's shape's generally good. the shape's good. We've shape's clearly good. worked on the defending. Defending is good. But it's like, is it so much that, okay, he can't... We've just got to keep working on that because that's all we can do. It's like, have we not reached a point with that where he's comfortable yet? That Okay, we've got that in the bank. Oh, I don't know, maybe introduce a few double sessions so they're doing both in a day. And working on that side of the game, I've said it before, we've, we've, we've both said it, getting some fresh blood in your coaching staff yeah. to introduce a new way of like, okay, this is what you know we're going to work on. How do we get the ball through midfield? Mm. Is it just solely reliant on Anana? And if it is, he's got to play. Mm. Or mm. can we find a way for a player to drop in, perhaps, you know, perhaps the centre-back split and or perhaps... We do what we used to do under Roberto Martinez in his first season, and the centre backs actually stay together, mm. and one of the midfielders drops, drops into left back position, yeah, and Mikelenko pushes up. Mm. These are all things that I just think we need to start working on. And like I go back to, has the points deduction stopped him? Is he scared to make mistakes because the positions become so perilous? Agree, Maybe yeah. so, but to get out of the position, we need to win games where that's the style of play that you need to be able to introduce. Mm. We're not talking about it all game. We're talking about 10, 15 minute spells where you need to turn the screw. Mm. And it's got to be more than just a long ball. Where does our goal come from yesterday? A corner. How does that come about? Because we play a long ball into the box, Don wins the flick on, mm. and James Garner has the shot. They really should do better with the keeper parries mm. wide. Now, that's fine. But nine times out of 10, that wasn't working yesterday. No, no. Because Don wasn't. If Don was winning the flick on, no one was there to get it. Mm. And it's all right saying, "Oh well, it worked that once, and we got the goal from the corner." But you're just playing for set pieces. Mm. Where's the little moves on the ed on the edge of the 2024. box? Twenty twenty-four, exactly. And as much as Dom is out badly out of form, and we've all said it before, he can't create goals for himself. The last goal that he scored in the prem, well, the last goal he scored at all, he created it for himself. Harrison played a ball into him on the edge of the box and he's twisted and he's had a shot. Mm. That is the type of goal that Dominic Calvert-Lewin usually doesn't score. Mm. And we've all been yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. But 
we're not even getting that chance at the minute. So he's not mm. even getting chances to create something from nothing. And when he is getting the chances that come to him, he's badly out of form as well. Mm. So I ju I'm just sick of, and it's been two years now, ever since Benitez came in, and I'm not necessarily blaming Rafa for this. It's been this, especially in the fan base as well, it's been like, oh, well, Calvert-Lewin was really good at heading the ball last season. He's really good at being a fox in the box. So what we're going to do is just put 30, 40 yard crosses into him. So no, you need to look what he's actually good at. Mm. Get into the byline and hit it back to him at pace. Mm. But this is what I meant about Wolves. Any player, will, you've got your up your percentages of any player scoring. Mm. And the times that we've done it against Man City, against Newcastle, have we scored? Mm. Decore scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from exactly the same position mm. after uh, McNeil had missed the mm. kick. Then against Harrison, the thing, scores, Harrison yeah. scores from that position. Mm. You are increasing your percentages so much. The issue is, is we can't get there unless we do a high turnover. So against again, against teams who have just don't want the ball at the back, which turning up at home, they're not going to do. Mm. Then what can you do? You know, we, we played through Crystal Palace in the win in at Selhurst Park in November mm. for, the, for, their, for the winner. That's a really good goal. Yeah. The third man yeah, run yeah. from midfield. Even the first football. goal, yeah. Michalenko's header. Exactly. Yeah. We've not seen him, we've just not seen him do it. The, and he scored the goal against Brighton the week before from exactly the same. The same. He's just carry yeah. on his yeah, run. Yeah. Where's that happened? Is it the players? Is it the manager? He's... It's probably a bit of both, mm. you know, and I just think that it needs to start being whether it's we carry on doing the type of football that we can because that's all they can do and that's all these players can do. Then in that case, we've got to be braver. We've yeah, got to commit. Believe... We've got to commit men forward, or he's got to start working on something that actually means that when we get to the final third, we can play a simple five-yard pass. I watch teams with some players with less talent than what Everton have got mm. playing good football. I mean, you mentioned Doncaster before, bottom of the football league when we played them. Wouldn't have any of their players. Of course you wouldn't. Wouldn't get in the Premier League club. And yet, that night they played some good football and passed us off the park at times. Yeah, in the first half until Garner came on. You know, Garner came on. Just Garner Gay came on at half time and, and we got a grip of the game and we went on and won it. Still, there's two goals in the last 10 minutes or whatever to win it. But So that's, that's inferior footballers playing, being well coached, mm. being brave and creating chances and getting wide and putting things in. And... and I look at other teams and I think, you know, the manager's done so well setting us up with the structure and so well away from home. But I can't ignore the fact that we have not improved. The two things, like I said before, home. were terrible at home. And the minute he hasn't got the core, it all goes to, to yep. shit. Yep. And that cannot be the case. And he's got to he's got to find solutions for both of these things. Yep. And like I said, we played a game last night. If, if we'd have had one of them nights last night where Sam Johnston's had a worldy of a game and you've hit the bar. Which we've had this season. Yeah, of course. Wolves Listen, and Fulham. Wolves and Fulham the first two, even though I didn't think either performance was very good. No. We had a lot of chances yeah. and, and you go on another and, day and you win both. Keepers well. done yeah. well. Wasn't really that last night no. at all. We've ended up with 19 shots. If you actually look at them, it's not as if the flying, you know, great moves. You know, Garner's blazed one over and Michalenko slashed that one and things like that. Yeah, well, 19 shots for 1.6 XG. It's, yeah, so it's, it's nothing. You know, it's it's low, right? So it isn't a good. People will try to, you know, this is where stats sometimes you can make it out to be a better performance than yeah. it was. We didn't play very well at all last night, um, but I do think we have got better footballers than what we are showing. Yeah. And I've got no problem. The manager's been successful with with his teams in doing a certain thing. But I just think you are playing a very, very dodgy game if you it's can't win margin. home matches. Yeah. If you it's... cannot win your home games, you're in trouble. And Forrest stayed up last season because they were very good at the City ground. Yeah. Now, I, look at, I said this on my match stuff last night. Look at the away games we've got. United, Chelsea, Newcastle. Arsenal, Brighton, Luton. You know, you look at those that, games that's the and you go, yeah. there's not, doesn't seem to be many points there. Now, we might go to Brighton at the weekend and win. Because mm. last year, everyone thought we'd get bounced mm. and we end up... Five a, goals from open play. We end up having a perfect yeah. afternoon, don't we? And let's, fingers crossed, we do that again this Saturday. Um, but when you're just looking on the face of those games, you go... Doesn't seem to be many points mm. there. Maybe we can go to Newcastle and cut. They're not playing mm. great at the minute, and they haven't got a striker at the moment. We might catch them out. Maybe um, Luton, a, a one that you'd look at and go, we should be getting something there. Even though it's a tough game, 
they're not amazing. Played them twice we, this season. If we match, no, I know. But then it's conceded four set pieces. But then Crystal Palace will say last yep. night yep. they they you know shouldn't yep. have got anything last night, and they did. As in before yeah. the game. I mean, not how the game played out. Just before the game, they might have been thinking they just beat us twice already. So I don't think we can look at it like that. But at home, you know, we've got Forest and Burnley and Sheffield United and West Ham, Brentford. They're fi- they really, really, they should be five home wins, all of them. Yeah. Liverpool will be tougher, of course it will. That'll be a bad one. <laughs> you never know. But you season. put that off. I, I don't think it'll go that late. I don't think either team want to play that the last no. week of the season. No. Um, but the other five, we should be looking to win at least four of them and maybe draw the other. We shouldn't be looking to, there shouldn't be any defeats in them. No. Well, the can't, and, and that we, should uh, be the ones right that keep now, us safe, really. We're in a position where we can't really afford. Like, let's just mm. hypothetically say it stays the same as it is. Yeah. Doesn't get worse, doesn't get better with any deductions. Mm. We're, we're going to need those. We're mm. going to need five wins. Exactly. And, and so. yeah, you'd have a team last night, Rocco, with no manager and four of the best players on, and we can't get over the line. So we're going to have to, it's a solution we're going to have to come up with, aren't we? Yeah. Another, another, um, like point that I thought came up last night when we were doing that pushing is I know obviously there's been a big thing about how Everton are the only team with no penalties in the Premier League this season what are we nearly 30 games now without a penalty or something mm. uh, would it be less 31 now isn't it Leicester away would have been the last one I, don't mm. know, I the, think with the biggest the longest running Europe yeah 31 or 32 without yeah. a pen yeah. so but I did think yesterday like because there was chances we don't actually run into the ball with a box so like into the box with the ball yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we do run into the ball yeah we run into the ball so we yeah, don't run yeah. into the box with the ball yeah so how are you going to get a penalty if you're not mm. doing that like there's obviously examples where but a few games ago had a penalty, we still had, had penalties something like the six no. most touches in the opposition yeah, penalty we had area, more but touches, it's 20, less 23 in the opposition opposition box yesterday that's fine but what are the touches they're all fired at headed fired into fired into they're all flick-ons you're not going to win penalties from that so it just came up yesterday I was thinking it's like what do we really need here? Or oh, we could just do a lucky break a penalty. But we've just got... And Harrison, I think Harrison was good when he came on. But what he does, he'll cut back in and he'll try and loft in across mm. from... Or they won't... No midfielder will make a third round. Third yeah, round that's, the, box. that's the, the fullback again won't run into the box. Mm. To, think how many times that in the past we've had Coleman or Baines run into the box. So Dean, Coleman was brilliant at it, just winning that foul in the area. How do we... I like, mean... It, so how do we change it then? Well, I think, again, it's it's showing that bravery and commitment. Dyche talks about it a lot. That that bullishness to think, no, I'm going to make that run. Mm. A good example, I guess, would be the goal, that the opener against Chelsea. Calvert-Lewin yeah. makes a good run off the shoulder. Mm. McNeil, I think, is the best, well, the only time he's found anyone. It was a great, was a great, it was a great ball. Yeah. That bravery to do it, and then we get the lucky bounce because Decore is kind of followed mm. up. Mm. But the, we're not seeing enough of that, like because that could easily actually have been a penalty if Dom... You know, if Dom doesn't get that ball, the tackle was a pretty bad tackle. In yeah, theory, it yeah. should be a penalty. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to make. I just don't see us. You know, we all point at Liverpool and Man City and Chelsea or whatever, and mm. so they get so many penalties. But when you look at the players, they do actually look to get into the box with the ball at the feet and mm. draw a tackle. We don't even do that. It's no. just more of the same, more of the same. Try and win a corner. So we just got to show that commitment. Last time I was on here, we both said, didn't we? I don't know what more Dice can do to improve their finishing, and I still think that mm. is a bit of the case. Mm. But what I want to see now, and the stats back this up as well, is just better chance creation from open play, mm. because it's gone down. Uh, it's gone down month on month now. In our last in our last nine games, we're twentieth for goal scored, bottom of the league by two. We've scored five. Only one has come from open play. I appreciate we've played Spurs twice in that run. The irony is. Those games are the ones that we create the most chances. Yeah, we were because they're open. Spurs, I think it's we've found in Spurs where their kryptonite and their our kryptonite is. We can't defend against how Spurs play because they're just too good when they get it right. Yeah, but yeah. they can't defend against how we play because we're too bully, we're too big for them. Mm. City twice, fair enough. You can't expect everything against City. Like you, it's not that you can't expect anything, but you can't expect necessarily that Everton are going to be able to have the quality to cut them up, and not many teams do. Mm-hmm. But then we played Wolves, Fulham, Villa, and Palace, all who have their inadequacies defensively, and we are bottom for goal score. We've got less two goals less than Sheffield United, you know. And this is in the last eight games now. Our XG is eleven point one six across those games, so we're down at one point three nine per game. So we're fifteenth in the league. Like before that, the eight games before that, we were 11th in the XG. So we've dropped again. You know, we're, we're dropping. Mm. And before that, we were 10th for XG in the nine games before that. So essentially, as the season's gone on, 
which is what we said at the start of the season on numbers game and stuff. It's great that we're getting these chances. Great that we're getting these chances at the start of the season. Great that we're building up this, these expected goals and like uh, we hope that it levels out. Mm. The issue was always going to be when teams figure out how to play against you. That it works both ways. And that's what we're seeing as the season's gone on. Everything's dropped off just slightly. But when mm. you're playing fine margins football, that's all it takes. And the open play has massive... So up to the start of December, our XG in 13 games was 14.4 from open play, which yeah. isn't bad. 1.1 per game. Like, it's it's not great. Mm. But for what we are, what we want us to be a mid-table team, yeah. you can get by on that because you've got those set-piece qualities of to course. bring as well. yeah, yeah. Since the start of December, so that includes our four wins, mm. 12 games played, 10.1 open play XG, so 0.8 so per game. game yeah. So essentially not creating a good enough chance from open play every game to score, to score a goal from open play. Like, it, you know, we're not creating enough chances yeah. from open play to score one goal. So we are so reliant on set pieces. And it's lucky that we're good at them. <laughs> you know, it's lucky that we're good at them. Best in the league for corners, XG-wise, and best in the league for set pieces. And we rank second best for goals from each of them behind Arsenal each time. So we're re- we're we're not doing we're not doing badly at all in that regard. Mm. But you you, you can't, can't rely, rely on, on set pieces. Right? You just can't. I mean, I'm just looking on understat there. You know, we're we're sick. We're almost 17 goals less than our XG suggests. Yes. Mm. Our XG that they're using is is just under 44. You know, um, and Everton have scored 20. Seven goals, mm. and I'm 14 of that 27 have been set pieces, mm. and that it just says it straight off there. It's you know defensively we we're actually quite good, aren't we? We're really good. I think we're in the top think, well, three or four. Defensively, we, we are like performing as has been the case yeah, all yeah. season around about where we should be, which is which is good. Mm. Like we concede, and I, we obviously it, it, you kind of want to be overperforming. But mm. then you get the thing of last season, like with at the start of last season with Lampard. Well, the fourth best defence. Yeah, eventually, eventually it'll catch up with you if you're constantly overperforming. Mm. But we are performing. You know, we concede the goals that, in theory, we should concede. Mm. But we don't concede goals we shouldn't concede generally, which is and it, but it's a good it's a good way of doing it. That gets you fourth best defence in the league in terms of goals conceded, in terms of xg yeah. around that. What we are just so poor attacking, but it's got to. Jesse Marsh said it yesterday on his, his analysis were actually quite good. He was asked before kickoff, do you think it's a problem with Everton? Do you think it's bad fortune? Do you think it's bad finishing? Or do you think it's style of play? And he said it's a bit of everything. Mm. Because they all play into each other. <laughs> that if you're getting chances that they're not worked on in a certain way, that more, okay, they are set pieces, but you know, you've got a lot of bodies in the box. Mm. It is a ricochet that might fall to Decore. And yes, he should put it away. I get that. But at the same time, the ball's coming in very quickly and he's got to make a snap decision. And he's just got it. He's just got it wrong, hasn't he? At the last second, he's just not put enough on it. Mm-hmm. And it spins off his foot. It's those kind of things. Whereas if you've got a way of playing and creating chances consistently, it's like from open play, you've at least got that repetition. And that's mm-hmm. all. I go back to Ancelotti's first, that Ancelotti season. And it wasn't amazing football. Mm-hmm. And we did have, like, again, we had quality we players in the final players. third. That's yeah. totally understandable. But even when those players weren't in the team, they still created the same kind of chances. Isn't isn't being a good coach and sort of management team yeah. here, I'm not just putting yeah. this all on the manager because there's Ian Wong, Steve Stone yeah. and there's others involved, of course there is, the, the analysis people and everything and you're all at a team together. But isn't part of, of doing that job to make get the most out of your players, mm. make your team better? That's, mm. that's the part of any coach, whether you're coaching a kid's team or you're coaching an adult team or a vet team, whatever yeah, yeah. your job is to get the most out of your team. We're not getting. I don't. I don't believe. I mean, someone said there, uh, laughing boy, like, Baz, we're no better than any of the teams around us. We have to accept we're nowhere near Everton teams of the past. I'm not disagreeing with that, but we are a. We could play but, better, more creative football than what we are playing now. Surely you accept that this crossing balls. I said this the other week. Hitting balls to Dominic Calvert-Lewin from 30 yards outside the box. What what do we really expect them to do? What you know what it, that's I I seen this football when we had David Unsworth at left back and Duncan Ferguson up front and Unsworth had hit long diagonal balls and Duncan could win the header. No one had run and people would have a go at Duncan. It's like, what do you want them to actually do though with the ball? I mean, and we said, didn't we, off air, like those chances that Calvert-Lewin has. 
they had the arc. He should he should hit the target at mm. least. I think the first one he should he should get on target, and I think the second one he should really score. The defender does relatively well to kind of nudge him off. But the issue is again those chances are only chances because Calvert Lewin is so athletic and he's got such a good leap on him. Mm. So he's meeting it at pace. The ball's coming in at pace, mm. and mm. as much as we all say get he should score that and inform he would score it. If Calvert Lewin scores that first chance, we're all going what a header that is. Oh yeah, listen. You know, so it's, it's that. It's, when he's at that one, I'm saying you've got to hit the target. Hit the target but that's but... simply because. If we, if I knew he was getting five at the end of the game, yeah. I wouldn't be bothered. That's I'd be like, he's done well, it's a great leap. It's because you know that he probably won't get another watching one. With my, watching with my dad yesterday, when that chance happened, that's 23 minutes in, and my dad says, let's get him another four. That's it. Do you know what? Get one more. He got one. The, the second should, one, should he's, do he should score again, with the second again, one to me, we, or yeah. certainly make Johnson make are, a save. We are saying, like, you've got it. It's that bit of both. Again, it comes back to that poor finishing, but you're only getting two of those a game and they're not they aren't they aren't the easiest Listen, ones in the world right I was a striker yeah right it doesn't matter what level you're at it, when you're not scoring and you you get a chance you you're, snatch you're it you're going to snatch right? it yeah. and the minute you miss it you think I won't get another one mm. I should have scored yeah. and, it's on your and then mind. when it comes around again you still snatch it you snatch it yeah. now he needs and nothing will sort this out until he scores yeah he needs a horrible something he, the Spurs won the other day I just needs a little yeah. tapping or or yeah. maybe it's a Say a penalty, we don't get penalties. Mm. That's what he needs, right? But also, and listen, I've give, I've backed on big time, and I still think that there's a good player in there. Yeah, is he ever gonna get? I had a couple of people come up to me last night in the match at half time, and we're like, I know you're backing, but you know he's he averaged he's averaged seven goals a season across his mm. Everton career, and this that never been a good finisher. But he has got like 21 goals in a season and 16 yeah. goals in a season because we give him a lot of opportunities. If he was top drawer, he wouldn't be playing for Everton. So we have to realise where we are. Mm. Right? And the injuries are... But he's, and the injuries have stopped progressing. Stopped he was, he was on an upward yeah. trajectory with goals till he got the injury. But if our big tactic is to get crosses in for Dom, then... Over, overdo it then overplay mm. get 30 crosses in a game mm. or 20 crosses in a game and then it's up to him to get himself on the end of it I keep yeah. saying I keep I've harped back to this loads of times right I've probably said it and bored you with the same story but a few years ago I watched those university uh, lectures at Christmas when I'm off, wherever I'm ever mm. off you know and they've because some of them, they're only on for half an hour, mm. and they're dead interesting, and they're, they're basically like an idiot's guide to yeah. certain things, yeah. so they're dead easy, they're dead watchable. But a few years ago, we had a Liverpool data fella on, mm. Liverpool Football Club, they're only on for like seven, eight minutes. But talking about XG, and talking about what they've done, why are mm. they so good at converting chances, because Liverpool's conversion, like, far outweighs their chances mm. again. Even, I've looked, looked again, they're overperforming everybody. Yeah, yeah, the City yeah. should be top. Yeah. On XG, yeah, on points, yeah, Liverpool yeah. are miles ahead for yeah. simple reason of they just, they I don't know. Quality finishes. They convert chances that yeah. aren't even really chances. But what he said was when they get into the, he was talking about Trent Alexander Arnold and Robertson, the two fullbacks, when they get into those zones, they don't look up and go, Where's the old go Jota? Right, I'm going to bend this one round yeah. that. Yeah. They just get their head up and put it in the zone. Yeah. And he said, What they've worked on, what Klopp's worked that is. Just getting those plays into them zones. That's it, yeah. That's all he do. Yeah. So when if, if I'm a striker and you've got it wide, I think I'm just getting myself between the six-yard box and penalty spot because mm. Paddy's going to whack it in. Mm. And I'll just make that run. And lo and behold, the board drops at my foot and I tap mm. it in. It's, I think it's carelessness as well. Like, Why don't we do it? It's almost like, I think, it, I think, weirdly, I think it's actually... And by the way, Trent Alexander-Arnold yeah. is quite talented at crossing the ball. Sometimes like, but... Everton do that to almost too much of an extreme where... So I think right, there's two examples from City last week. Mm. McNeil gets it in the first half when there's quite a decent move and he puts... He just kind of lofts one in. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Dom is rare. He's got space between two defenders mm. and it would be a free header, but mm. McNeil doesn't even look up. He just lofts it in. Mm. It goes over everyone's head. Yeah, yeah. So that's the bad example of just not thinking, being careless. Just mm. I'm just dropping in. I'm mm. not even gonna look. Mm. The second one. You see, I wouldn't even mind that if he'd done that seven, eight yeah, times yeah, a game. Yeah, but he only did it once. And against City, you're only gonna get one or two chances. Yeah, the yeah, second yeah. one, that I'm, McNeil actually does exactly what he he thinks. He gets his head up. He puts it into an area, but he puts it into that corridor of uncertainty on mm. the edge of the six-yard box. Mm. But Dom is five yards off. Yeah, yeah, should yeah, be sliding should in. Be, yeah. So it's that example of almost. Well, Harrison put one in. Was it not McNeil? Was it no, Harrison? No, it was McNeil. The, that, that one that went across. Well, there was one where Harrison broke and fired and it across and Dom was behind the penalty spot. So again, it's like, 
we're kind of seeing both that to mm. me we're seeing both the kind of sides of it. we saw it yesterday there but was, i'll tell you why the first half where it just went to the back post i'll tell you why though van the center forward yeah and sometimes you do that and the other times you stop and turn back because yeah. mcneil's first thought yeah, is does. pass yeah, it yeah. back yeah if I know you're putting them in, I'm, I can gamble. Exactly, which is what... And then Decore should be coming in with me yeah. and my right winger should be coming yeah. in with me. So if I take two defenders away, you've got a little Man City yeah. tapping at the fast yeah. But we don't. I remember I remember Joe Royal. I remember speaking when I was working at Everton years ago and Joe Royal was just the manager. And um, that's some night at Goodison. And I was, mm. It was great. I had 20 minutes with him and Willie Donaghy and things were going well. But I was talking about like the upturn how like things fucking up ten. Mm. And he said basically when he come in he told like Anders Limpa and he said that whoever it was on who he had on the other side, whether it was Hinchcliffe or whatever, mm. you've got to put five crosses in in each half. He said it was mm. something he'd done at Oldham because mm. you're too young, but at Oldham he had Neil Adams on one side, he had Rick Holden on the other. Or Stuart Ripley was mm. was, uh, was one early on. Um and what it was was they literally just got wide and put crosses in. And he said, you do five first half, five second half, and then I will no, have I mean, a go. Gonna, gonna... My strikers, if they're not in there, yeah. on the end of it. If you're going to play percentages football, which is what we do, well, that's then what we go, do. To the full, go to the so full go extreme. Go to the full yeah. extreme and go, get wide and I mean, get across. I think there were 32 crosses went in yesterday from Everton. I'll, I can have a look what we've got first half. Look at first half, there was nine. Look so, yeah, I, exactly. It's where they've ended up. A mm. lot of them are just hit mm. over, overboard. I and mean, they're, I, they're at an angle. Yeah, if you're was... cutting them back, don't... If I'm a striker, what are the chances if you float one in here and the goal's there? I've got to jump, beat the man, and somehow yeah. get my own yeah. power. If you're firing them back at me, yeah. I only have to yeah. guide them goals. Or to feet. Or yeah. it's coming in low. Well, I can yeah. get a crot and the, I've got to The perfect it. example is Mikolenko's opener against Palace at Sellers Park. Like That's what you want. And I think mm. Harrison's done it another another occasion as well. We've also scored another goal from mm. that. Yeah, Just yeah. from getting to the byline yeah, and cutting it within back. 15, 10 yards, 10, 15 yards of the goal, so much you've got, we, you've, got, you've got less to do we don't have before. Harrison did put a brilliant ball in late on yesterday with his right foot he did which, yeah. but Great again, ball again it's one of those that if the striker gets on the end of he was a little in show no, yeah, but if the striker yeah. gets on the end of you like, what a goal that is yeah, but yeah. again it's like you're relying on everything being perfect yeah, but if he does that five times he's like yeah. you know one yeah. of them will come off yeah. and then we have a chance whereas we talked before about the goal against City McNeil does brilliantly Good old, we get an overlap on them, yeah. bit of an overload. McNeil's Turn on, over. he cuts it back, bang, yeah. and we've got a tapping because our left wing has crossed it for our right winger to put it in. But um, unfortunately, again, unless you, the, the issue is that that's fine, and we saw it against Newcastle as well. But you are relying on teams, specifically this is the home games. You're relying on teams who want to have the ball mm. to to play that way, like to to pounce. And when you're playing teams who don't want to have the ball, or, or necessarily they're going to go, well, we're, we're not going to let fall into Everton's trap, mm -hmm. which is what we've seen happen over the season mm -hmm. at home. And it's like, well, what, what can we do? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, we know they've only got set pieces. So we were lucky yesterday, I think, that Palace, have, I think they're the worst in the league for conceding late on. Mm -hmm. And Palace did a bit what we normally do and give away a few needless corners yeah. and things like that. And you're like, and we in that sense that we did finally take advantage of it. You know the Anana, the the equaliser is pretty much a repeat of Anana's goal against Burnley, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. a really good yeah, yeah, corner, yeah, good corner, great header, and he's got the height to go and do it. And it's 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 just this, it's the open play. It's just it's getting and it's getting worse. But we could do. I, I don't see how he turns it around. What's their basic? Is you is a give and go? Then well, if a team sat on the edge of their box in a in a low block, if you want to call it that, and your full back like, got they, it, they, I will not give. Knock it off, you go. Give, but they don't go. Yeah, they don't so, go. So, so, the, yeah. There was that point. Mm. I think about just after we'd scored about eight to six, eight to seven mm. minutes. We had McNeil had the ball. He was on the wing. Mikalenko was stood there. The space to run into. He doesn't do it. Mm. And then it go, gets worked over. And Harrison has the ball. Same position. Godfrey has the doesn't mm. do it. Mm. Now. Okay, it's that player's not making the decision to do it, but mm. surely then this is what you work on on training each day. Mm. That when we have the ball in this position, in this scenario, let's mm. say we're you do it all the time, I imagine, in training. You set up, we have a 15 minute game, you've mm. got 15 minutes to score a goal, to break down a pat defence. Mm. What are you going to do? This is mm. how you work. Do it every day. Every day. So it's, it's muscle then, memory. Yeah. So it becomes. I know that it doesn't matter what player it is then. It mm. could be Seamus Coleman. Coleman's the best at it because yeah, he knows yeah, how yeah. to do it. Unfortunately, yeah. his body can't. Mm. Can't keep up with him anymore. But whether it's Seamus Coleman, Ashley Young, Beg Godfrey, Nathan Patterson, Mikalenko, whoever it is, they know I need to, I'm going to make that run in this situation because I've trained for it. Mm -hmm. Where it does seem that we, what we do train for is corners, and that's great. But like, surely there's time in the day to do something else. 
I just, or maybe they are working on it and what they're doing isn't working, so they need to change what they're doing. And Dyche, when he came in, said something like that his approach with Burnley, when it was going wrong, he'd sit down with his coach and they'd think, okay, what would a new manager do? Mm. And I don't think we need to throw the baby out with the bathwater because mm. a, a good a good chunk of what Dyche has done since he came in has been really mm. solid, really good work. The away form has gone down to a T. But surely it's time to look at the home performances in games like this and think what we're doing isn't working. There for, we there for me are your bread and butter. Your, your majority of your fans are there. It's where you've got to make it uncomfortable for teams. Teams should be coming to Goodison thinking, oh, for God's sake, I yeah. want to go there. It's hard. The fans are horrible. They're on top of you. The way they play is horrible. Make it uncomfortable. And that's what, the, I'll be honest, that's the biggest surprise for me. Mm. With what with what he's not been able to do is make Goodison awkward and and difficult for teams. I just don't think it is. Last night, like I said, there was zero intensity. That shocked me. But it's but I've seen it a few times this season. Looting at home and the cut was the same. It mm. was just flat. Yeah. Come out with nothing. We don't come up. United at home. United at home. We come. You know the noise was amazing, and yet we come out flat and they and they scored yeah. a worldie after three minutes. To be fair, but. We should have been in their faces and really not let teams settle, and we don't. We just like it's just the way we play, and I get it. Listen, we've we've got different skill sets, but it's never worked crossing a ball twenty yards outside the penalty area back towards the halfway line or an angle. It's never ever worked unless you've got three runners in behind your striker and he wins it, and you're in on goal. But then there's no room for you to get in anyway. Things have got to be fired across, cut back. Um, Cam's in the comments says Paddy's absolutely right. There's no bravery in the side. The players and managers seem terrified to get outside to Goodison. We've got five own games left. We should win all five. Something's got to change. Got to. Uh, Fitzy's production says, listen, Calvert-Lewin's got to go in the summer. We don't get a transfer ban. Three goals out of 22 games is appalling from a so-called England striker. Farad says, if we stay up, we have to say thanks to Deitch and go for Potter or Fonseca and give the manager time. I, I think I, I do think of what I mean, you know, I'm not Deitch's biggest fan, but I think what well, I, I wouldn't be giving anybody a new contract or anything like that. Mm. Definitely just not just yet, but you know, it we've have got to take into account, I mean, Jesus Christ, we could be hit with two points deductions. Hypothetically that could happen and we could still stay up. And if that has happened, you can't be necessarily moving away just because the club at the minute mm. I mean, look, look, they are borrowing money to keep the lights on. So we're not, it is horrible, but that doesn't mean that we can't say the coaching staff that aren't here can't at least try and come up with some new ideas. And I fully agree that with the with the comment that, you know, down the line, we do want to see that progression. And you can do that without being reckless, can't you? You can mm -hmm. do that without like cutting the core completely. You take a bit of the good and take, and then try and build on it. You know, but mm. the... I just think with Daesh at the minute, it's like he's got to come up with something and I just don't know if he's got it. I, I, don't, I genuinely don't know if he has that ability to coach a team in possession and that's the Calvert-Lewin thing. Again, it's kind of the same thing. Like Everton might have to sell two players as it is in the summer. Mm. Do we then have to go and replace a striker? We've got to pay for better who, you know, for whatever reason, hasn't exactly convinced, whether that's like a game time, whether it's the fact that he doesn't particularly look up to speed in the Premier League. Um, you know, Calvert-Lewin suits the way Everton are playing at the minute, but he doesn't suit any striker the fact that how we create chances. Mm. You know, 17 out of 20, I know it is, but 17 out of 20 aerials that he won last night. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Mm. But there was a point in the second half where he won a flick on and he was the one chasing it 10 yards on. And I, I would, you know, that, that happens in games, I get that. But... Mm. We had three players around him stood still. We had James Garner, who's the busy midfielder that everybody loves. I think had a shocker last night mm. because in games that he needs to get on the ball, he doesn't he doesn't take hold of it. And then we had Decore, who yeah didn't look up to speed, or at least his back. Mm. And we had McNeil, who was as you said earlier trotting back mm. fifteen minutes in. Mm. Palace had the first. He draft. was poor. He must be injured twice. That's well, the, the, that's the, again that, that's the me. issue, isn't it? It's, he was rushed back from this injury. For no real need. Mm. He was flogged against Luton. I mean, they've, they've had a lot of breaks, so it's like, well, are they just... He just doesn't look... Not, he just uh, doesn't look... He's obviously got stuff going on in his personal yeah, life, and that's terrible. Side, and, yeah. But that's obviously affecting him. So, therefore, give him a break then. Give him a... Leave him on... Bring him on a sub with 25 minutes to go and let him run himself yeah. into the ground. He just looks... 
He just looks shot at the moment. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just thingy. It's difficult, isn't it? It's a difficult one. There. Uh, uh, Fazza says, "What not being funny? What was the point in signing better on Chimity? We don't play them." Mm. I think the Chimity one, to be fair, like that's the one where I do look at it and think, "Did it? Was it? Was it necessary?" I, I know it didn't mm. cost any money. I get that, and I think it was probably because they knew they'd have to sell Tom Cannon, so they wanted a body in. Mm. Um, I know he's not costing any money up front, but the, he probably does suit the way Everton play more than more than better at the minute. But I do feel like okay, if we're going to have to put fifteen million somewhere eventually, would it not have been able to be done? I don't know on a on a player that he's maybe playing at the moment here here mm. and now. Like again, it's harder. He's potential, isn't he? That's he what is, you're paying for. But you've got you. Are, I get. I do agree. You've got to. You know. You've got to kind of look at them, haven't you? At some point, like Dobbin was about to come on yesterday until. Yeah. I don't. You know. I don't think Dobbin's the answer, but he was about to come on until mm. um. So God, struggle, I thought he was going to be for McNeil, but I was told that apparently, Dyche was speaking to McNeil about like looked like he was going to be pushing back to left back, oh. which I, I guess makes sense as an attacking change. But With the crossing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike says, uh, "What has it come to when it's a relief to get at least one point at home against pa a poor Palace team? No playing style, no creativity, no pace, no passion." Chris says, uh, "Afternoon, lads. Dom needs to be benched. Bring Beto in or Chimiti. If Pickford keeps conceding straightforward shots, and oh, sorry, if." Pickford kept conceding straightforward shots and headers like Dom misses golden chances he'd be dropped. Kane says a dice excuse on every interview he made last night was Palace had a new manager in the stands and that made them play with more intensity. What's all that about? Don't know. Yeah, and it's the ner the nervousness thing. It's like, well, you know, come on, get over it. Like it's it go Everton didn't play badly because the crowd or the players were nervous no. yesterday. They played badly because it's the type of game that they just don't know how to play in. Alex says, uh, Afternoon, lads. Our home form is so diabolical. It made me interested to see how bad it is over a longer period. Since the start of 18-19, we've won 42 out of 108 home games. 38% win rate. An average of seven home wins a season. Doesn't seem likely we'll get seven home wins this season, does it? There's zero creativity in this side. It's mad to think growing up players like Leon Osman and get a rough ride off fans. Uh, when in his prime, he'd play in this side in his slippers. To be fair, he'd probably get in now if we threw him a pair of boots. Uh, David says, morning, gents. Young instead of Harrison was the wrong call last night. We needed pace and hustle from the get-go. Hey-ho, on to the next one, I still believe. Maya says, that this football can only gain a fan buy-in if it's winning football. You simply can't play this way and consistently lose or draw. Not dismissing the job Dice has done, but he simply needs to be more proactive. But it seems he only has one way of playing, and that's the way it's going to be. Uh, David says, sad news about Andre Bremer. Uh, passing kids that watched Italian 90 will never forget the left-back that took a penalty in a World Cup final with his right foot. Boss, yeah, he was a hell of a player, Bremer. Stevie says, uh, Palace must be really poor not being able to beat us in four attempts this season. Um, Jake says I'm not Dyche out but I understand he doesn't take risks in terms of committing numbers forward as we're in the position we're in but it's a painful watch the team selection the lack of risk going forward at home to a struggling side without their best players is no better than what Allardyce and Co have turned out and they were harmed about we don't string three passes together and the tempo's non-existent until we go behind it's awful football that's difficult to uh, argue with people who are feeling like that isn't it uh, Paul said the deduction is clearly affecting the players the managers thinking and our fans all three are terrified delusion it's not great I know I hate the way we play but we have won 30 points with a squad that isn't fit for purpose you see I just don't I'm not I think the squad yeah. is is fit for purpose mm. in an extent it's very very thin it's very thin I think we can say it in, so in that sense yeah I absolutely agree but you know it's a better squad than Luton, it's a better squad than Burnley, and it's a better squad. And with, they proved that, you know, that, that they wouldn't have 30 points if they weren't good enough to have gotten no. 30 points in the first place. So, uh, this is what Dyche has done his entire career. He kind of goes on very bad runs and then he manages to get good runs. And let's hope, you know, if Everton get another good run together, four wins might be enough to 
completely put them out of danger, might mm. And who knows, 10 points back later this week and we'll be, back, be on lovely. back on for Europe. Yeah, that'll be lovely. Um, Patrick says, uh, sorry, Glenn says, Patrick, only question. Rather than gaining 10 yards and running between guard and the centre every first down, isn't it about time Deitch calls for a standard Statue of Liberty place? No, I'm not. I'm not. No. The, I'm not good no. enough on my uh, NFL. Sorry no. to. Uh... No clue what that is. Uh, <laughs> Colin says I have no please words. Explain. Please explain. Yeah, that. please explain it. I have no words for what I watched last night. Um, one, if not the worst performance in the last few years, the long ball and crossfield ball all night is horrific. As soon as I saw the possession stat was forty-seven fifty-three from the first. 20 minutes I knew the night was over secondly how can you watch that first half and send the same side back out with no changes I cannot be asked with the with Sean Deitch how can you play like that at home and expect to stay up sorry great show as always rant over um, Harry says for all the crap McNeil gets he should have had three assists last night if our strikers had half a brain between them I, I, yeah, I, I mean, again, yeah, he's he's putting those two great crosses for Dom. I, I get it, but like I said earlier, Dom's Dom's got there in the first place by making them, and then he obviously should score. But you know, shouldn't shouldn't McNeil be? He's our creative sense. I think he had five key passes last night, but again, they're all just they're all just hopeful crosses, and then one one you know two very good ones, I'd say, and the, the corner included in that. I just there's got to be more to it. There was a one. There was a point in the second half yesterday where Mikelenko, for once, does actually make a good run, overlapping run, and McNeil has to play a simple ten-yard pass, and he hits it out of play. And I, I you know, McNeil, you can so tell he's frustrated. Yeah. You can tell it's just not quite going for him. I don't know why every first half of every match they have him running in field onto his right foot that he, I think he's actually allergic to hitting it with his right foot. He can't use it. I just it's crazy, yeah. isn't it? And then in the second half, it's like they realise the error of the ways and go back to him being out on the wide. But it's like, why, why do it in the first place? It just, it's strange. Yeah. 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 No, I uh, think it's worth. Sorry, I think it's worth noting as well. I think it's going to be mentioned on the final word later. But we are, you know, our thirteen open play goals this season. That's the joint worst in the league with Sheffield United. Four fewer than Luton, who are the next worst. That's um, crazy. You know, we're. We're twenty four point five xG from open play, so I mean that is, I mean it's not above West Ham, above Fulham. Mm. We're about 13, 14 for that, but um, you know a lot. As I said earlier, a lot of that has come in the first two months of the season, yeah. essentially. Crazy, uh, Mike. Sorry, it's actually seven wins in twenty one Premier League games. Don't be throwing Burnley and Palace at me in the cup because we won a home game. We won. He won four home games last season. He beat Arsenal. Leeds, Brentford and Bournemouth at Goodison. And we've won three home games this season. Four out of three is seven. You went nine, I went six. It's seven. I forgot about it, Brentford at home. Seven wins in 21 home games to Paulham. Um, Mills says, it unpopular opinion, Everton have been in this position with or without Deitch due to everything off-field effect and the on-field. We'll never know, will we? We'll never know. I mean, what we're saying is... Well, we're a worse position. We like, could, not, yeah, we could be know. well worse because away from home, he's been excellent. It's at home is his, is his big problem. And the way we play at home, he's got to come up with a way of playing it. It's got to be more time on a training pitch, doing patterns of play, crossing from different areas, making runs into the box. Away, I think the fine away from home, the competitive in every game away from Goodison, bar... I can only think of Arsenal last season and Villa and Wolves this season. I think every other game, Trump will say Liverpool or Anfield last year, but mm. Liverpool or Anfield this year, we had to go and, mm. and you know, 10 v 10. Like it should have been, who knows? Um, Bainey says, outside of the defence, it was the wrong team selection. Subs came too late. Garner should have stayed on the pitch and James Garner should have gone off. I think we'd have been a different side if I, we'd I, have I, taken the punt I, on I, Barkley. I do think, I do th- I think Garner was poor yesterday, James Garner, but I think he, mm. he did improve when Anana came on. And I don't think Idrissa Gay was bad at all. I just think as a pairing, those two work together, Garner and Garner, mm. they work better together when... You don't have the onus on to take the, the ball, ball in mm. the fight in the opening third and try and do. I just like I said, Anana in those type. Of, I think he should be the first, one of the first names on the sheet anyway. But especially in those kind of matches, you saw once he once he settled down. I know he's kind of at fault for the goal, but once he settled down within two or three minutes, he played one little rash pass that went out over Miklenko. Mm. After that, 
he was he was pretty much spot on with his passing mm. and just kept us ticking just over keep and gave, it going. Us, gave us that presence. I want to harness it at the start of me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, James says, can't tell fans that Ghana United graduates and, and Adrisha Ghana Gay played for PSG, can't play football. Couldn't understand why we didn't show some composure and play football instead of whacking it long. Stephen says, sad when the best football you've seen the week is watching your son play kids football passion move and entertainment got to question the ability of these so-called co- top coaches this is ugly football at home that has destroyed the match day experience for all Evertonians can't blame the Premier League for how Sean has us playing whoever our new owners are have to bring in a new manager who has us playing football again Um. Mike says, I pat it's Mick from Twitter. Uh, fair to say the big difference between no examples of good passages and link-up play now is confidence. We've seen such differences during individual games. Luton example, start a brilliantly really good tempo, camped in their third, concede and can't repeat the same level. It's also why I think they're clearly much better with the ball away too. But ultimately, we both know Dyke will never be a big possession coach. Uh, you know what, Mike? There is some of that, of course, yeah. there is confidence, but I'm not no one I don't think anyone's asking for us to have seventy percent no. of a ball. What we're saying is and you you might be saying the exact same thing, when we do get the ball in those moments at home, we have to have a way of breaking teams down. It's great, you know, Spurs, we won the ball back more than anyone for it this year. Yeah. Eighteen yeah. times in the final yeah. third. I think it was any it was something mad like the most anyone had won it back in the final third since 2020. Yeah. It was so many times, yet we'd done yeah. nothing. We scored two goals from corners. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, from set pieces. We yeah. didn't score from the 18 times. Yeah. We robbed the ball. We, we've, There's no way of breaking teams down. There's no way of creating a chance. And that's where we have... That's what he has to work on day in, day out. The structure's great. Out of possession, the solid. Defensively, the good. The, the fourth best team in the Premier League, defensively. Mm-hmm. For conce- no conceding goals, you might have given up more. I think the to be honest, I think the off. XA is only four difference. Yeah, they're not powerful. At all. So it, we're clearly doing things right defensively, but playing for nil and hoping you score a set piece isn't a way to win football matches. It's not because there'll be nights like last night where, it, where, you, where you might take your chance, but you've already conceded one, and is that it? Mm-hmm. Very rarely does it. I know that Spurs game when we scored twice off set pieces, that doesn't happen very often. You might get one, you don't really score two in a game. It's all if you do, it's, it's few and far. You know, the people point to the hard games we've had in the recent run, and I, I agree that agree with it, but take City out of it because City are just yeah, what they, they are. But even against City in the first half at Goodison and the mm. goal we scored, we had chances from yeah, playing this way that Dyche is perfective and it's 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 defending from the front and winning mm. those balls. I hope I. I think we're excellent at that and all mm. the stats back it up. The high turnovers are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been unfortunate not to turn that into more goals. There's mm. been That comes down to bad decision-making, like Garner always shooting instead of passing. Um, Idris again, or, you know, or, or, or something just like somehow not going in, which we've had plenty of. Mm. But it's those games when teams aren't going to fall into that trap. Mm. You know, it's And we benefited from against Newcastle from them being absolutely knackered and Kevin Trippier switching off twice and we pounced and we were brilliant mm. at it. But we've got to find a way to create t- against teams. We've just got to find a way, and it, like it's got to happen. Or let's say again, hypothetically, everything stays the same with point deduction. It's, well, we'll go down. We'll go down because Luton have got a way of doing it. They have found a way of doing it. They found a way of creating those chances from open play that they really, really do test teams. And I don't mm. think Everton do. I think it's few and far between. They have a bit of pace, don't they? In the power, they do. They do. But like I said, Collie Woodrow against United yeah, came no, in for their pleased. quickest No, what I mean, why? But why they do. They, yeah, they, they have the wing, they have the wing backs that get forward. Yeah. But but then maybe that's a, maybe maybe yesterday it was the time to. I've said this loads of times. A back three doesn't have to be defensive. It's just we always make it defensive. Mm. But if you've got no one in midfield who's willing to show for the ball, which we didn't yesterday, we have James Garner being busy. That's fine. We have Adrian Garner Gay pressing and hassling didn't really show for the ball and we just resort it's like we switch off straight away and just resort so we to could, the long ball see really we could have gone 3-5-2 yesterday we could have and we he could have had, had if he'd have played Decore, he could Patterson have, instead of Ashley yeah. Young well even Young as a wing back played Young as a wing back yeah you know you could have had Decore sat off Dom as the two yeah so you still could have played Decore you could have had three midfielders yeah. and James Garner Zisha Garner and Onana behind yeah. them so them doing the pressing and Onana policing but he'll, again he'll never not 
play McNeil. And you could have, yeah, but you could have played realistically. Michalenko could have played as the third stair. Joel Ward playing as the third yeah. centre back, who's yeah, a right yeah. back. We yeah. could have had Michalenko playing as the third centre back, yeah. but pushing on, he could have had McNeil. You still, we still could have. Found and that can more, that morphs then into a four. Like we've, we've seen it before. Yeah. It's just, it's just something that I think we're just very. I, I think the word to describe it all at the minute is static. Mm-hmm. We've got a good. Uh, we we know what we're good at, but we know what we, it's almost like we know we need that extra bit just no none of the players and the managers and the coaching staff just don't seem to know how to get mm. there but they need to find a solution like last few uh, Clive says number of years ago we only got our first penalty on the final day against Newcastle yeah uh, Bainey says this style of play is reminiscent of the mid 90s not good enough uh, then we had and then we had dunk uh, Matt says just objectively speaking Deitch isn't clearly isn't getting the best out of the squad particularly the attacking players we have We've certainly seen players like Dom and McNeil contribute more. He hardly uses Beto, who was decent in Italy and doesn't use Dan Zuma or Dobbin. You can't argue he's getting the most out of any of these players. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay says, if, yeah, good afternoon, gents. few points I need to get off my chest. How can we possibly escape this season? Three easy points passed up in my opinion, last night. Supposedly easy home games to come. We all know we'll throw two of the three of them away due to our dour way of playing. Another, when we move into our gleaming state-of-the-art Bramley Murdoch, are we seriously going to be showcasing dice ball? And finally, with our average players, I mentioned um, way of playing. I think we've been dragged into a relegation battle anyway without points deduction. Sorry to sound off, but my patience and ambition is nearly at zero. Well, without the points deduction, we'd be 12th. So I think we probably had just enough to be fine. And who knows, once them conditions are different like that, we might play slightly differently. Uh, Tazul says, Hi guys, why don't our fullbacks ever go beyond our wingers? Yesterday, Michalenko had a couple of chances to go on the outside, McNeil, but he didn't move as if he's been told not to cross the halfway line. It's so frustrating. We're so static. No movement, no pace. It's turgid. Bainey says, do you think our form is a victim of how long we were without a proper centre-forward? I'm sure if we were telling our wingers to put five crosses a half in, statistically, Dom would win a high percentage of them. He hasn't become a bad striker, in my opinion. The team doesn't provide the ammo for him. And Brian Farrell says, three big missed chances last night, according to Sofa Score. If the players were putting away the sitters, we'd tolerate long ball game download the app as well by the way mm-hmm. you can get all those stats you yourself can. well but you'd hope that we wouldn't we would Why take our it? chances wouldn't we mm. uh, it's just frustrating isn't it it's absolutely frustrating um, Farzad Paddy doesn't live here which is why he's not on as much as we'd like him on but he does more than a game he writes for Substack you can subscribe to that and, and get tremendous written content. He is a journalist, um, but he's a big Evertonian, obviously. Doing knows, a big, a big knows piece on Opta Analyst as well this uh, this coming week. So mm. yeah, give that a, give that site a follow. That's very good if you're into your statistical stuff. Yeah, it's always good to look at. Editorial in there. Do it. He's very very good. So glad you are enjoying him on the show today. That's why he's here course uh, Ian says I think the squad is okay but long balls or diagonal balls is a percentage game the final third is the issue everyone is terrified of the ball once it's in that area shouldn't be though should it we shouldn't be we shouldn't be terrified should we but we we do seem that way and someone says as Ped said before it's Hail Mary's we need I think um, but let's see listen we just if we could correct the home form we'd be fine wouldn't we and that is that's his big the big manager's big conundrum now, getting them to uh, to sort the home form out, get patterns of play, get crosses in, get the fans engaged, and therefore Goodison does become that horrible place to play. People get in at the moment. There was no pace side to side last night, Young and McNeil. Everyone's terrified because we're just left in purgatory by the Premier League, who seems to just have open ended deadlines on anything. Whether it's a commit, you know, a bleeding here, and or whether it's, you know, take over. Well, that's it. It's changed whatever. now, hasn't it? But it hasn't changed for this one. No. That's so it. We're just, until this one is out of exactly. the way, the new ones can't come in. So you just go, well, no, we'll, we'll do it whenever. So everyone's terrified and stressed, and this is year three of this. This isn't, you know, the first season where all of a sudden we were in a relegation zone when we haven't been, and it caught us all on the hop. 
and, and we didn't know how to, to do anything. Do you know what I mean? We are three years in and all the seasons have merged into one. And even this season when right now we should be 12th on points one, we're not. Okay, we're great. We're outside the bottom three, but on goal difference. And we're not winning home games, so everyone goes to Goodison thinking, is this the night we're going to do it? And then the team don't come out with any fire and passion and, and intensity, so it doesn't get the crowd off the feet. So when do you merge all of that together? You've got a flat Goodison, which it can't be. You need it to be a place that inspires the players and a place that means the opposition are panicking when they're defending. And the only real panic coming to Crystal Palace last night was after we scored. And yet, when did we score? Was it 85 or something? Uh, yeah, 84. 84. So, you're talking about... Having, and look at look at what happened in 84. We scored a goal. And then James Tarkovsky misses a great chance at the far post to win it. We have another few moments where they're clearing balls from inside the box. They're a little bit panicky. Imagine if we could create that uncertainty and that panic moment from minute one by putting teams on the back foot. And the only real time, I'll be honest, that I've seen us come out with that real intensity from the first whistle was Bournemouth at home. And we had them flapping. Now, they played into our our hands as well. But, that you know, when we do it, Goodison's a horrible place to be for the opposition and we win games. And yet we're not making it horrible for anyone and therefore we're not winning. And it's eight games without a win now. It's depressing. Graham, you're having the final the final comment and that is I can't believe it's come to me wanting that shower over the park to pace the team. That Well, that's where we are, mate, aren't we? We're all Man City fans tonight and Liverpool fans tomorrow. Which is depressing. What a depressing state to be in. But hey, it is what it is. Right, just stay where you're at, me and Patrick or Ped and Patrick or whatever. We'll be on more than the game in five minutes to discuss everything else going on in football. You won't have to do anything. You literally just leave it as it is. Ned will just transport you over as if you're on Star Trek. There you go. Stay where you're at. Hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. We'll see you in four minutes to talk more footy. Get over there, chat and talk to us. See you in a minute.